Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a bright future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. have a song. Wow, welcome everybody. Bob Starr for joining you. This is Oilers Now. It's 1206 in Edmonton. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. It's trusted by 630 Jed. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more at digitex.ca. We're down at Rogers Place where tonight the Edmonton Oilers take on the Winnipeg Jets. A lot of the Oilers' big guns will be in the lineup. We'll set the stage in terms of who's in, who's out, those sort of things. We will uh, hear from a bunch of the participants and hit on several storylines. Reed Wilkins, host of Inside Sports. We'll swing by at 12 uh, 20 in the first half hour block. We'll also have Brad Whisker with NHL today. And uh, like I said, uh, several participants in uh, tonight's game coming up in the first half hour of the show. From NHL Hockey on Rogers, he's uh, one of the two uh, analysts that work for Hockey Night in Canada. We have them both on this show. One is Craig Simpson on Wednesdays, and every Thursday on Oilers Now, it is Louis DeBrusque. Louis is coming up at 12.35 today. 105 today. Edmonton Oilers forward Leon Dreisaitl. He will play tonight. He will center a line with Milan Lucic, and it's going to be a wide-ranging conversation uh, discussing uh, the strengths of his two line mates and uh, maybe what Leon can do in terms of driving the line and uh, helping assist Milan Lucic uh, to get back to where he was in the first half of last season. Tomorrow night here at Rogers Place, the Edmonton Oil Kings open up their 2018-2019 regular season against the Red Deer Rebels uh, with a WHL preview. Longtime Rebels play-by-play voice, Edmonton native, terrific guy, Cam Moon coming up uh, as we'll uh, take a look at the WHL. It's a good year for the Western Hockey League. Uh, I know Bob McKenzie from TSN had his top 10 list out, and I think off the top of my head, four of the top nine rated players were WHL players. Uh, Actually, it might be, I think he had Matt Robertson of the Oil Kings at 11. So it might be five of the top 11, uh, including uh, Dylan Cousins, uh, who's going to be rolling in a town with Lethbridge at some point. He was ranked second. Uh, Kirby Dock, who's a Fort Saskatchewan kid playing for the Saskatoon Blades for the, the Priestner family who owned that team. Um, and Kirby's, I think, ranked uh, fifth. Uh, Bowen Byram, defenseman for Vancouver, was ranked 6. Peyton Krebs was ranked ninth, And I think Matt Robertson was ranked 11th. Matt Robertson plays for the Edmonton Oil Kings. So big year for WHL uh, this year coming up in the uh, upcoming NHL draft. So Cam Moon at 117 will set the stage. We'll, uh, we'll discuss you know, who, who's got the team to beat this year in the WHL, uh, how the Rebels look, uh, how the Oil Kings look. And speaking of the Oil Kings, Edmonton Oil Kings general manager Kurt Hill at 135 here live at Rogers Place as well. So busy, busy show. You can reach us at any time on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. They have Steve Earl and the Dukes, the 30th anniversary of Copperhead Road. That takes place Sunday night. 
And I know I was talking to Janie out at River Cree uh, yesterday. And uh, man, oh man, oh man, they are going to be busy. Lots of acts coming in. I think they're going to be pushing uh, close to uh, somewhere between 75 to 85 uh, acts out at uh, the venue at River Cree. So, again, uh, Steve Earle and the Dukes coming up Sunday night. You can email us at letters now at 630chat.com. Texas at 630-630 for Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out the great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. My personal Twitter handle is Bob underscore Stoffer, and you can reach our producer, Brad Whisker, at uh, producer Brad, and uh, at uh, producer Brad W., and Reed Wilkins is available at Reed Wilkins. Wilkins, as in Dominique, and that's about all they share in common. Uh, Mark Spector joins us every Tuesday on Oilers Now. Stoffer Inspector brought to you by the Alberta Horse Racing Industry and the 7,000 men and women that work uh, in this province's horse racing industry. Today's Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. Elliot Friedman, again, for our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Next week, on Wednesday, we will announce a uh, new major guest that is going to be joining the show in our never-ending desire to continuously improve the content for you. All right, uh, tonight, let's uh, set the stage. The Winnipeg Jets are in town. I'm not going to lie to you. The Jets lineup does not have any of their top 10 scores from last year's team, nor does it have their number one goaltender. Uh, so Wheeler just signing that uh, five-year contract extension north of $8 million per. Patrick Laine, who's up for a big-time deal somewhere between, I don't know, 9 to $10.5 million. Nikolai Ehlers, Mark Scheifele, tremendous center. Kyle Connor, Brian Little, all out of the lineup. Uh, Dustin Buffel and Tyler Myers will not play, nor will Connor Hellebuck. Uh, two goaltenders with Edmonton Connections. Eric Comrie, four years of Tri-Cities. LB, Laurent Brassois, uh, they're traveling. On defense, Josh Morrissey just signing that uh, two-year deal with the Jets a couple days before that was used maybe as a bit of a template for Darnell Nurse. Josh Morrissey and Jacob Truba will play on defense. Uh, Tofield product, uh, Joe Morrill. I was going to say Josh Morrill. That's his older brother. He used to play at the University of Alberta back in the day, a Nashville draft pick. But uh, Joe Morrill will be in the lineup on the back end, as well as Logan Stanley. It was a first-round pick in 2016 for the Jets and had a big year last year for Kitchener in the OHL. Won a Memorial Cup playing for Rocky Thompson. Uh, up front, top line for the Jets uh, will be uh, Lowry, Kopp, and Tanev. That's probably going to be the Jets' fourth line during the regular season. First-rounder from 2017, Christine Veselainen, will be in the lineup, uh, as will be Jack Roslevic, a first-round pick in 2015. So they do have some skill going, but it's young skill. Conversely, the Oilers tonight... This is a pretty good lineup for a team playing at home. Uh, Connor McDavid, Ryan Nugent, Hopkins, Ty Ratty. They will be together. Ratty coming off a two-goal performance against the Vancouver Canucks. Leon Dreisaitl with Milan Lucic and Tobias Reeder. Ryan McLeod with Jajar Kara and Yessa Poliarvi. Uh, this is based on our interpretation of practice today. And then uh, I think Pontus Aberg is going to be in. Uh, might see him with Cooper Marodi on defense. Clefbaum and Larson will play as will uh, Nurse and Bouchard, based on who left when, uh, and Cam Talbot expected to go the distance. So that's some of the headliners. Let's get to, uh, I, I guess for me, one of the storylines is Ryan McLeod. McLeod uh, and Todd McClellan, and I asked a point blank, this guy's been a surprise. Yesterday, Elliot Friedman put out on Twitter that uh, the Oilers, uh, he could foresee a deal getting done here with Ryan McLeod shortly. 
Uh, we'll wait and see on that front. But uh, Ryan McLeod has become a storyline here in camp. I asked Todd McClellan today about whether or not he'd, first of all, be in, and theoretically if he'd be playing with some veteran players. And if Todd can recall young guys making a big impact the way McLeod has to date so far through rookie camp and early into training camp and then into the preseason schedule. We'll play with Kyra and Puliarvi tonight, so he's going to get some veteran-type uh, players with him, and um, he'll get tested. Their, their back end will be quite strong tonight. They'll have some veterans in the lineup, so he'll be tested against that group. And he's shown very well, uh, tremendous instincts offensively and, and through the neutral zone. As with all young players, they, uh, they have to polish some things up in the defensive zone, and um, he'll have to work on that part. As far as players evolve, Evolving uh, throughout training camp as being very young. There was a couple in San Jose, Logan Couture, for example, but Logan went to the minors. He went to the minors for, I don't know, 50 games. And he was uh, extremely good down there. He was anxious to get up, and when he came up, he never went back. He was real good. Jason Demers was a, an individual that uh, didn't wasn't really on the radar, but he popped up on it as training camp went on. Um, McLeod is on radar, but he's done more and more to uh, to gain our attention. He's been good so far. Only played 11 minutes in Vancouver, but he, Benson, and Yamamoto were the only three guys to play back-to-back nights, and we had a tough travel day. It's all relative, I get it. But, you know, three hours on the tarmac, not ideal. Uh, fly in, fly out, same day of for exhibition schedule in Canadian markets for Canadian teams. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to be very intrigued to see how he does tonight playing with Jujara Kara and Yessa Pugliarvi. The Oilers, by the way, in the draft, I-, I will tell you, I mean, the guy, McLeod ended up getting drafted 40th overall. I believe Edmonton probably had him in their top 15. So they like this guy. Um uh, part of the reason why he fell, I think, is frankly because of his brother, Mike McLeod. Uh, he has not panned out yet. He can skate, can Mike McLeod, but there's been c- concerns about the hockey sense. Ryan McLeod has shown great hockey sense and terrific uh, defensive awareness. So it's uh, become a storyline here through the course of uh, training camp and one that will continue to monitor. All right. Well, uh, tonight, uh, McDavid with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Ty Ratty. And uh, Connor uh, McDavid uh, says that RNH is getting used to uh, uh, the wing. It's not easy to switch positions, and, and and him and Leon have been kind of flip-flopping back and forth, and, and that's not easy to do. Um, at the same time, though, I think, you know, my line, especially, um, I don't play kind of with a straight centerman. It's kind of whoever's first back, so you know, Nuge does find himself low a lot of times, and, and in the middle a lot of times in the middle, so, or in the neutral zone, sorry. So, um, yeah, um, it's difficult, but uh, they, I think he's been doing well with it. It's Connor McDavid of the Edmonton Oilers, the two-time reigning Ted Lindsay Award winner, two-time winning Art Ross scoring champion. If you're listening to the show, you're probably aware of those numbers. Uh, as for Ryan Nugent Hopkins, he likes the look of his line right now. I mean, so far, camp, is, I think it's gone pretty well. Um, we've had a couple scrimmages together and felt pretty good out there. So um, we got to finish the season together. So we do have the, the chemistry and the, the familiarity uh, from last year. So we just got to uh, pick it up where we left off and uh, hopefully get off to a good start. 
Uh, that is the Edmonton Oilers, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. There's a lot of competition on the right side. Raddy uh, look like he's going to get that first opportunity with McDavid and Nugent Hopkins. Tobias Reeder again uh, slotted uh, since day one with Dreisaitl and Milan Lucic. Yes, Apoliarvi was assertive. Um, the other night in Vancouver looked like a more confident player than we saw down the stretch last year where he only had one goal in the final two months. There's a player there. There's no question about that. Todd McClellan had these thoughts on Paul Yarby's progress. He's older. He's more comfortable. He understands the language. He's uh, he's gone from a boy to a man. Um, you know, in last night's game, he uh, he performed very well. Uh, part of the comfort is knowing what line he's going to be on and who he's playing with. He works well with those guys. Uh, we saw that last night, and uh, that's really important. Make sure that he gets off to uh, a comfortable start. There you go. That is Todd McClellan talking about yes, Apolliarby. So. Uh, the Oilers get their top pairing back. Adam Larson uh, paired with uh, Oscar Clefbaum. Larson plus 31 in his two years in Edmonton. And we'll get a look at Nurse and together with Bouchard. Hmm. That's interesting as well. Let's do this. It's 12-17 in Edmonton. We are going to go to NHL today. It's brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. Drew Shamahorn and his staff, they'll take care of you. Uh... They do a terrific job with multiple different companies around the city of Edmonton. And back in the studio with NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing, here is Brad Whisker. All right, thanks, Bob. The Edmonton Oilers play their first preseason home game tonight against the Winnipeg Jets. The Oilers have won their first two games, a 7-4 victory in Calgary, backing that up the next night with a 4-2 win in Vancouver. Cam Talbot expected to play the whole game tonight. Other players anticipated to see the ice include Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, RNH. You'd also mention Evan Bouchard, Darnell Nurse, Oscar Clefbaum, Adam Larson. The City Ford Faceoff Show gets going at 5.30, puck drop at 7. As always, you can catch all of the action right here on 6.30 Ched. Two other Canadian teams in action tonight. Montreal hosting Washington in Quebec City and Vancouver welcomes LA. Montreal Canadiens forward Max Domi scheduled to have a hearing today with the Department of Player Safety following his sucker punch on Aaron Ekblad. Domi was given a match penalty. Ekblad left the game but has since cleared the concussion protocol. NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly says the league wants to check all of the boxes around Henrik Zetterberg's retirement. Daly says the NHL wants to make sure it wasn't a, quote, pre-cooked deal, adding that he knows Zetterberg had been suffering for quite some time. Zetterberg announcing his retirement last Friday with three years left on his contract and dealing with lingering back problems. Former NHL goalie Andre Pavlik has announced his retirement. 31-year-old played in 19 games for the New York Rangers last season, posting a 4-9 record with a goals against average above three. Pavlik finished his career with 156 wins, almost all of them coming with the Atlanta Thrashers Winnipeg Jets franchise. You You touched on it briefly, Bob. The Edmonton Oil Kings open up the regular season tomorrow night at home against the Red Deer Rebels. Puck drop for the opener, 7 o'clock down at Rogers Place. And the U of A Golden Bears play Augustana and Nate this weekend out in Athabasca. Bob? Uh, for an event, uh, I'm going to see my old buddy John Winwick from uh, ATB, and it uh, should be a good time. Uh, Athabasca, I was up there a couple of years ago last year. We had the uh, rookie tournament, so I was unable to go. Looking forward to going back up there. Uh, it's a terrific event for, for the people. Um, not a lot of players out of Athabasca. Calgary Flames had, I don't, I don't know, where's Keegan Kanzig these days? He's from Athabasca, so we can look it up on uh, YouTube momentarily. When we come back, 
Uh, Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. We'll get his thoughts on uh, the sucker punch by Ty Domi. The worst sucker punch he's ever gotten, and I know it didn't come from me. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer at Rogers Place. You have Oilers, the Winnipeg Jets preseason action tonight. Uh, preseason tilt number three for the Oilers' first home game here at Rogers Place. We went to uh, Calgary and Vancouver, and the Oilers didn't dress in. The big boys, we're going to bring in Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports and the hey, host, host on uh, the Oilers Radio Network. And okay. Sorry, I'm just going to jump in. Go ahead. Because you missed a famous Athabasca native, not in the NHL, but very well known across the country. Jay Onright? Jay Onright. Is from Athabasca. Is from Athabasca. So we got to throw that in there. Well, that's your buddy. And he frequently... And he, you know what? He he yeah. never forgot the little guys either, eh? Along the way, which really makes him a great guy. He is a great guy. And when he's on Inside Sports, people who listen will know this story. His One of his favorite topics is uh, as an underage individual going to Mournville to buy liquor because apparently they were a little more relaxed at the Mournville liquor store than they were in Athabasca. So there's take note youngsters. Well not, he's he's not, a not tall guy I like to you know <laughs> was he I guess well yeah they knew him in Athabasca. And that that might have been the reason why. You could right? get away with it. That's yeah that's probably why his height fooled people. Uh, yeah this is going to be good tonight. Yeah, I, the McLeod story is an interesting one Bob. He's He's earned another shot. I was wondering if they were going to throw the three kids out there again on a line but he gets a chance to play with younger NHLers, um, you know, not vastly experienced guys, but uh, guys with a little more experience than him be- between Kara and Pooley-Yarvey, which will be interesting to see how that works. McLeod can skate. There is, there's absolutely no doubt about that. Todd mentioned today that he feels he has good instincts offensively and in the neutral zone, which I think the neutral zone play will be something key to watch for the Oilers as we move through the preseason and, and, and into the regular season. And I don't know if you remember, too, as a bit of an aside to this, when they named the assistant coaches and Todd commented on coaching against Glenn Gullitson's teams in the past, he said they were always very organized and, and tough in the neutral zone, the way they checked and, and the way. Sure. So yeah. that could be another impact. Because a lot of time, I think there's been a lot of focus on the special teams with the new assistant coaches, which, and, is, which is fair, yeah. but maybe that's something there. So good for McLeod. I, I mean, you, I know you've referenced an upcoming entry-level contract a few times. Hopefully that happens soon. I don't know if he's in the NHL. I don't, I don't think it's he's in the NHL. Yet. It's too early yet. It's too early. It's an, it's an interesting opportunity tonight, Well, I mean, it's, it's, he's done well just to make himself uh, an option, just to talk yes. about. But I, I think he has to do a heck of a lot more to, uh, to you know, even get a nine-game audition. i got a scenario here for you, Reed. Okay, and the scenario is this. Uh, he plays tonight. That means he goes three for three. Yep. And I could foresee the Oilers having McLeod Center, Yamamoto, and Benson back in Winnipeg. Oh, give them another game, sure. But and because the Jets are going to have their bigger boys going in that game, and that'll be that'll be a tough one. Okay, but here's another question, though. If we want to talk about those three guys, at what point in the preseason do you put Yamamoto on McDavid or Drysaddle's right oh, side? So uh, he, is- he should get a game there. You know, Raddy got his game with a couple of inexperienced guys on uh, with Safin and Marodi on Tuesday. And made the most of it. And made the most of it. And and Yamamoto played on McDavid's line when he was in the NHL briefly last season. Yep. Why not give him a preseason game on one of those lines? Well, I mean, Ty, I think Ty understands what's going on. I don't think he's I don't think he pouted about being in that situation. Right. He didn't. But we know he didn't. Yeah. And, you know, he's there tonight. I, I think he's going to understand 
if if uh, if Yamamoto's up there for a game in the preseason. I I I, I could we still see all three kids together in Winnipeg on Sunday. I'm talking about Benson, Yamamoto, yeah, and, then, uh, and then back at yes, home, yes, Yamamoto's yes. Now, with, the, with now, the David and Nuge. Now you're, okay. I, I'm with you on that one. Hey, just look. So we got this game tonight. It's exciting, and it's going to be. I mean, the Oilers have got the better lineup dress. Uh, there's no question about that tonight, Reed. Uh, I'm going to be intrigued to see Lucic. Just in, you know, uh, I can tell you, Drysaddle definitely looks quicker in practice. He's he's changed his body composition a little bit more. You'll hear it in the interview. He knows that certain guys had to, you know, they're these guys are on it. And last year they were a little sleepy out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to throw a curveball at you, or maybe a sucker punch. What did you think of that last night? With, with with Max. Well, I don't. I mean, who's going to say they liked it? I, I mean, obviously, I'm the the story now for me is how the NHL reacts to this, because look, you and I talk about it all the time, and we talk with that would have never happened in the league. Yeah, and but it never happened twenty I, I years ago. I would think like mo- that most. Well, there, there's. I mean, we say that, but there's always been nasty and, stuff. But the point. Tw- Twenty five years ago, Dale Hunter. St- Drove Pierre Turgeon into the boards after scoring okay, a goal okay, in a okay. playoff game. Okay, well, 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 not, no, 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 what play, I'm but, saying but stuff, is the mindset happened. of the player 25 years ago. We'll ask Louie about this. Aaron Eckblad would have taken the fight 25 years ago. Sure, and he didn't take the the scrap. And then Domi went like, and and, and so part of that's been a change. Like I'm, I'm going to be really intrigued to like because in Louie's case, he had guy he had fighters that wouldn't take you know like right. try and, to draw him in a preseason game. The guys would be more. I mean, did we have so we had how many fights did we have in Calgary on Monday? We had four. Reed, have you ever had a guy sit there and 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 give you like two, uh, you know, like hard hard open fisted shots to to the face to try to get you into something? Yeah, like, I mean, I, I'm a lover, not a fighter, so well, I don't know if that really applies. From what I hear, you're and not guy, either. Guy, but guy, <laughs> guy, if guys want to beat me up, they don't have to sucker punch me because I'm five foot eight. And no, but about two percent muscle mass. I, I have, but, I, I have occasionally <laughs> cheese guys off and had no choice but to, but it's you know, it, it, I didn't play in the National Hockey League or Major Junior, but I mean, I can tell you, my okay. generation, my generation of guys, Reed, would have taken that fight. That's yes, the okay, point. Okay, so that's changed. There's right. fewer fights in the preseason and in training camp and all that kind of stuff. But now the story is, how is the NHL going to crack down? Because I would it, think it looked bad. Most, it looked bad, but I know, you know, when when you know you do the show, do Inside Sports, do the show with Rob. Most fans think the suspensions are too lenient. And then, and then the guy that gets suspended often appeals. The PA appeals on him, and we're sitting there thinking, well, where's the PA standing up for the guy who got injured yeah. and is maybe going to miss a That's whole a, bunch of games? So, uh, to me, I, you got to have that conversation if, 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 tonight as well with Rob. You gotta yes, because yeah. well, I, I'm pretty sure I know how he's going to feel, but uh, but absolutely. Remember, he's the guy that got. Uh, who was it? Was it Sylvain Lefebvre? The Down the, Goes Brown. Down goes By Brown. the way, Rob won his other 13 NHL fights convincingly, but that's the only one uh, he, people talk he about. He beat Glenn Wesley one time. Reed, uh, thanks for joining us. We're going to do this all year long, and you can interrupt me anytime because I often interrupt you. <laughs> it's okay. Off to a global news weather traffic update. A guy who uh, was a fighter and, uh, and and a pretty good one, Louis DeRuss, coming up from NHL Hockey and Rogers. And now he's an excellent analyst on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.